everybody, welcome to episode 7 of the Foxcast. Same old crew you know and love is here once again to give you the highest quality anime podcast that they, well, can possibly make right now. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so today we are going to be talking about a variety of great things, including streaming anime as the main topic and all of our normal things. But before we do that, why don't we introduce everybody? You know me, you might like me, I don't know, maybe you love me. (laughs) My name is Dokes. Over on my virtual left is the man who is always being the brightest ray of sunshine in all of our lives. Say hello to everybody, Nuvo. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Hi, everyone. And on my virtual right is the man who keeps this show running through all of our technical snags. Say hello to everybody, Dinah. Hey, everyone. All right, everybody. So, like I said, we're going to be covering the topic of streaming anime. It's a hot topic. It's worth discussing We're going to talk about the legal streaming services, the illegal streaming services, and maybe some fixes that the three wise brains here could come up with. But before that, Nuvo, you are the man who's always skulking around our lovely den for (laughs) trends. What trends trends have we had this week? Okay, the trend meter had picked up just a little little bit. Um, We had like two trends that I did low-key pick out. The first one was like, one like equal one favorite opening slash ending. So basically, you hit that heart button, then you will say either a ED that you love or a favorite opening of your choice with each heart button that you get in your um posting. I thought it was a neat uh trend. I don't know who created it. I'm sorry. I've been busy lately, so... Obviously, as most trends, they uh, originated from Twitter, but Torimel mm-hmm. was the user who uh, was the first one to post it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, you know, it ain't all original, but we bring it to the end just to spice it up just a little bit. I like the idea of the trend, but I hate I hate music trends on this site because our Dash cannot support them. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. And I'm a music head, but the music trends, we need to step up our game just a little bit. Just Too many YouTube videos, guys. Yeah. Like, insert it inside the word or something, because if you post, if every post... And there's like 15 posts on the dash at one time have t- at least three videos. Yeah. That's like 30 videos being loaded. It kills the dash. Like, I can't even scroll through half of the day's worth of posts. Yeah, it kind of kills it just a little bit. I mean, putting like in the title or something, but like all videos, that shit is killer. You say you guys know what to do if you want to crush. Don't send me this dash. Just <laughs> yeah, post right. 15 videos. Just crush, crush my day. Just post 10 videos per day. Yeah, if you want to crash the site, we just gave you the secret. <laughs> <sighs> Don't tell Josh. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he does it himself actively. All right. Uh, and what was the other trend? The other one was like the anime favorites where you list your favorite anime, like all time, your favorite soundtrack, art style, like many more and like a little diagram, stuff like that. I thought it was neat little trend that caught up on flames. A couple of people had some nice little diagrams that I was really like, okay, you know anime i hate but like type stuff I, I i really like i didn't take part on it because i, I just know to me serious so it, it, it was not a good trend for me to take part of basically ladies and gentlemen he doesn't want to think too hard he's a simple yes you know i'm, I'm simple i'm simple <laughs> like a daisy man <laughs> you know nuvo is gonna be like for the anime that i hate everyone loves it's gonna put snafu <laughs> on it you know that right? oh yes yes snafu is love snafu is it's life team snafu baby Unfortunately, I don't remember the name of the user who first posted the original version with where there were more blurry words. Uh-huh. But uh, Space Cowboys was the person who remade it with clear text that the majority of us ended up using. There were a few other uh-huh. people who made their own unique takes on it, but most people used the one that Space Cowboys. Uh, I really like yes. the way he 
he set it out it made it more easier but yeah i thought it was a neat trend. I, I just couldn't take part of it I might be wrong but let's let's make a correction i believe space cowboys is a lady i think so <laughs> i think it's a space cow girl cow girl yeah, yeah like like Edward. yes 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 correct us space cowboys if we are wrong well, i feel like i've seen i feel like i've seen her call herself a girl and talk about her boyfriend before mm-hmm. not to say that you can't be a guy and have a boyfriend right. but i think she's a late day but yes please correct us yeah yell at nuvo yell at him yeah. <laughs> team hate snafu uh, shit man team snafu for life baby <laughs> But that's that's all of the trends. He's gonna give me on this teen snafu, you know. <laughs> I don't want to have to do that this episode. <laughs> but that's all the trends. That's all the trends from the den. You know, since Dinah's not a trend guy, he spends all of his active time trying to find ways in between the main topic where he shines to uh, poke at you. <laughs> I know, I know. And then you gonna bring up snafu. He know that's like that's my inner man. You hurt my inner man. I know, right? Someone posted an. I think Snafu was in their favorites. And yeah. I was like, hey, Nuvo. <laughs> Tags Nuvo. Yes. You, you hate the show, don't you? <laughs> yes. I was like, I was like, dang, you know damn well. <laughs> All right. So to get on with the uh, actual main topic of our show, episode seven is mainly focused on streaming anime. So we're going to talk about the legal and illegal streaming services. So if you don't know what streaming anime is for some reason and you're listening to us, it's basically... Uh, services that allow you to watch anime on the internet. There are a variety of services, ones that you can pay for that are legalized and help support the industry, and then there's the illegalized ones where there are basically just huge websites dedicated of mass torrents and downloaded versions of series. First, we're going to talk about the legal ones. So I'm going to call out five legalized services that we're going to talk about. So we're going to be talking about Crunchyroll, because everybody knows what Crunchyroll is. We're going to be talking about Netflix, Amazon Strike, Funimation, and we're going to be talking about Hulu. Before we get into the good and the bad, uh, let me kind of break down to you guys the differences between these services. Yes. So for Crunchyroll, if you pay by the month, it's $7 a month, and it'll be about $84 a year. But they do allow a service where you can pay for the whole year, $60, so that's a better deal, and... They're the only service on here that I know for a fact that has 100% free access to most of their library. It just has ads, and it's an SD. Next is Netflix. Netflix has the most complicated subscription service. So they have three different streaming services that are $8, 10 and $12 a piece. So it's 96 120 and 144 for the whole year. So you can see it's more expensive than Crunchyroll. The differences are the $8 one gives you just standard definition, the $10 gives you HD, and then the $12 one gives you HD and 4K. And then Hulu, another paid service, has an $8 and a $12 one. The $8 one, which is $96 for the whole year, you will have commercials. And then for $12, so $144 a year, that will be no commercials. Then there's Funimation. They have a one of the cheaper services. $6 a month, so $72 for the year. But they also, if you do it by, by the month, but if you do it by the year, you can get a $60 value just like Crunchyroll. And then last but not least, the most egregious of all of them is Amazon. You have to have part of their Amazon Prime, which is for one year, is $99. And then to have their Anime Strike, which has to have Amazon Prime attached to it, it's $5 a month for a grand total of $169. First, 
let's talk Crunchyroll. Well, let's talk the good and the bad for all five of these. Like, well, what's some good things that you know about Crunchyroll, Netflix, Amazon, Funimation, or who that you could think of that stand out? I think the thing about Crunchyroll is that they're the most reliable service. They have the most amount of shows in their library. And out of all five of the ones that you mentioned, if you had to pick one, Crunchyroll would be the one to subscribe to. All right. What do you think, Nivo, about these five? I am an advocate of Netflix because I think the originality with their shows is very worth the subscription. That and Netflix is becoming very flexible with the variety that they have. So I think the subscription then is very worth it. As far as uh, anime, if you just going for like strictly anime streaming service, I would probably lean towards Crunchyroll because they have like a very diverse catalog. With Funimation, is very limited to like they license and, and stuff like that. So if you want to go like anime strictly, I'll probably lean towards Crunchyroll. A lot more options, especially if you want to support the legal fight even though funimation is very good but i think the content is very limited out of all these services it's not like you can pick one streaming service and have access to every single anime out there and this probably gonna be brought up later but once you have a service you're locked into the shows that that service provides but any show that isn't licensed you have to pay or watch elsewhere on other streaming sites which is why you know you can't just stick to one yeah and that's something we're definitely going to cover here uh after one of the big questions we're going to be asking about is the difference between convenience versus supporting legally uh, here in a bit because honestly legal services are not convenient in a lot of ways if you want to consume most anime because they do have a lot of exclusivity to certain rights to certain shows and this causes you to be deadlocked with where you should spend your money to which shows you'll be able to watch to support the industry properly. Mm-hmm. But one thing I do want to say uh, so about these five shows uh, five shows uh, five services a lot of people can lean towards any of them, but okay, so we can just kind of, as of now, toss Amazon out of the hat as being a good service because you're already paying the most. And right now, they only have 150 anime shows at the most. Like, there's not mm-hmm. there's not that many to pick from. That's very true. Unfortunately, though, they do have exclusive rights to certain shows that only they can show, which is like, do you really want to pay that much for just, like, literally two shows per season? Well, that's another reason why they really need to learn how to find some kind of middle ground for us, I think. If you're watching on Hulu or Netflix, obviously, if you have those services, you're also taking benefit of all the other content that they give, movies and TV especially. Netflix has also got a very small selection of anime. They have about 90 to 100 shows at the most, which is not a lot. And that's also depending on which country you're in, because actually Netflix does have different catalogs depending on where you live. Honestly, and I know this is something Dinah brought up to me before we were recording, and I remembered this, very frustrating that Netflix does this. If they have a show that is currently simulcasting, they do not give you all the episodes until the season is already over. Mm-hmm. So you have to wait to watch it. They try to enforce and encourage the binge-watching material that Netflix is known for, but for people who want to watch their anime weekly and get caught up, be up-to-date, this is not effective. Yeah, I believe they just released the second half of Little Witch Academia, which finished airing quite a while ago. Yeah, several, several weeks ago. Now, I like Hulu, again, just like Netflix for TV and movie options, but most of it shows, and it has over 400 shows, which is a great amount of you know, choice there, but most of their shows are actually from Funimation or from shows that are also on Crunchyroll, so you're not getting much exclusiveness there. So that would really leave Funimation and Crunchyroll, who, while 
Anime-wise, they already are the cheapest, but Funimation has dealed with Crunchyroll now. Recently, they just got Tatami Galaxy on there. It has Funimation subs because Funimation is partnered with them. And Crunchyroll has over 900 shows right now. By far the largest selection, and they're partnered with one of the other options on here. And that's why, it, for me, out of the legal services, they're consistently getting the most seasonal shows. They do a pretty good job keeping them updated. They have the largest selection outside of that. Right now, they're kind of the top dog in the uh, legal service. Mm -hmm. So I just want to quickly go through all five of these services exclusively and just kind of go over the pros and cons of them. Just kind of an overview of all of them. And so the first one, obviously, was Crunchyroll, biggest library out of all the streaming services. And their subs are generally they're not bad, but sometimes I feel that they translate it very literally and... Sometimes they don't take context of the situation into it, which makes the, the subs kind of confusing to certain viewers. Yeah, I think that comes with the fact that they're trying so hard to translate them, you know, with that whole an hour after they air in Japan. Mm -hmm. I wish, uh, which I know they don't really do very much, I wish they would retroactively <laughs> go back to episodes and fix them and tidy up the subs after that. Yeah, I agree. Out of all these services, the one that is most notorious for having typos, because again, they have a few people who are trying to type these up real fast, real fast, real fast. Uh, and that kind of, it comes with mistakes. And then the next one is uh, Netflix. And you mentioned that before, but I, I've never actually seen uh, an anime on Netflix, but you mentioned the subs can be very small and hard to read. Yeah, for example, so a show that they actually pretend is theirs, which is, I, I hate that Netflix puts a Netflix original on some stuff. Like, you know, for things that they actually license and pull out, like, you know, Orange is the New Black and Stranger Things, it's perfectly fine. But for anime... Almost none of it is, like, actually originally theirs. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins. I was re-watching it on there. And the type fonting of it, it's almost pure white. There's no black outlining for it to let it pop off so you can actually read it properly. And it's also very small. So anytime the background was not on something dark, a lot of the subs were almost transparent and incredibly difficult to read. And this is one of the more current shows that they have subs for. So that means that's their sub quality that they're using for the most part right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Their subs are definitely kind of hard to read. I noticed when I was watching some of their shows, Blame was the recent one I watched. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the subs are very small and very hard to read through the very bright background. It's one of those things, too, because like, I don't get it because Netflix, they're a service who a lot of times when they have movies on there, they use basically the DVD or Blu-ray release of the movies. I don't know why they don't use the DVD or Blu-rays of these anime and use the subs from the official release, they're clearly made to be able to be read easily. Mm -hmm. um, next would be Hulu. Hulu just borrows from everybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they have, like, extremely exclusive only Hulu shows. Yeah, except, except for, like, TV shows themselves, but yeah. And I just want to really quick go back on Netflix. The one good thing I can say about Netflix is that, at least for the shows I've seen, like Knights of Sidonia and Blame, they offer, when they release a the show, they offer the show in both sub and dub. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah, and I think their dubs are not the worst. They're pretty good, actually. At least when I watch Blame. I'm not sure if they even dub the show. No, yeah, they don't. They put both uh, localized, wherever it's from, uh, language tracks on there. But I do like uh, one thing that Netflix can be attributed to over all of these. It's the most used service. Nuvo said he loves Netflix. Why Nuvo? Because everybody uses Netflix. And if anything's gonna get this medium out the door, it's gonna be Netflix. Yeah, everybody everybody has Netflix. So, like, when they put a show like Attack on Titan on there, or Madoka Magica, a lot of people watched it then because that was the easiest way to access it because they're like oh it's in my recommended i'll watch that that looks cool 
further exposure builds more things to come over here, which is great. Yes, you know I'm about that hype. Uh, next up would be Funimation. Like now, their subs are very clear and bolded in a good way, but they also have incredibly small subs. They do, yes. And their subs are sometimes, I feel like they imprint the subs straight onto the show itself. So sometimes when you yeah. kind of enlarge the, the anime into full screen, totally is. the sub quality kind of drops. Unlike, for example, Crunchyroll, I feel like they have soft subs in which the subs kind of float above the anime, while Funimation kind of has it imprinted directly onto their show. I think you're probably right from what I've experienced from both of them. And funny enough, last but not least, Amazon has the best subs uh, options out of all of them. Yeah, you get to change the color, change the font size, kind of put it wherever on the screen, and uh, it's a nice service. Aside from the fact that they pay 170 a year to watch, like, two exclusives. Man, they robbing people, man. They robbing people. 170 That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, and until they figure a way, like if Amazon Strike was by itself just for the small right. service, like five dollars a month, and without Prime, fine, okay. I mean, if one seventy, you better give me like three hundred series I can watch. I'm talking about multiple in genres. Like, mm-hmm. come on, that's great. One seventy, you better give me a plush pillow. Better give me like uh, like some wall scrolls, something. Thank you for joining. Like Jesus. It's crazy. Yeah, I want that plush pillow already. Give me that plush pillow. Yes, you know what I'm saying? You know, I want a snafu plush pillow, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but... No, you don't. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! Hey, dude. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, but that's just crazy. 170, your library is very small. That's that's crazy. Price plans and gouging the market with exclusivity and sub-quality are some of the biggest reasons why you pick a streaming service. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to why most every anime watcher who is a constant fan and always trying to keep up to date, I am sure all of us have or do currently still use illegal platforms to be able to watch some of our anime. Oh, we do? Because of convenience and personalized subs that have not always, but there are frequently there's dedicated fans who sub things to be as accurate and authentic to the original language as possible. And a um, quick mention on that is sometimes you get fan subs who are very dedicated to shows and who are clearly huge fans of it, and they make the subs look beautiful on the show. I love them people. Mm-hmm. An example of this would be, you know, uh, Mirai Nikki, Future Diary. Yes. They show that where there's plenty of text scrolling through a cell phone. And if you watch the streaming services that are legal and you watch Mirai Nikki, the subs just kind of float in the screen and in your way kind of obstruct the entire screen as it's basically trying to translate the entire contents of the cell phone the mm-hmm. tiny cell phone mm-hmm. but if you watch a fan sub the subs are really nicely placed within the cell phone you can't even tell if it's actually even subbed even you just think it's part of, naturally part of the show itself yes yeah and it's one of those things because I, I think most people notice that Crunchyroll originally was one of these sites mm-hmm. it was a website that was a fan subbing website for anime mm-hmm. and now has become legalized so I would like to see sites like them pay people who are like these fan subbers, the people who are willing to make nice typesets, uh, offer customized options, since we would be paying a legalized service if they had them. Now, not, they don't always do this, because sometimes I feel like they kind of take liberties with translation and go too far, but there are plenty of them, like you said, where they go out of their way to give you the most immersive things, so you're not having to, like, okay, there's Japanese text on screen, so where's the English at? Nah, there it is. Now I have to try to read it really fucking quick as it's floating and slightly shaking. They put it on there, like, it's on the actual phone, so it looks like it's just part 
part of the scene naturally. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ghibli films always do this uh, in their dubs. They always remake signs that are Japanese into English sometimes. Uh, at least the newer ones do. But like, if you ever watch anything on Crunchyroll or Funimation, there are a lot of times where there are signs in Japanese. They don't always even sub every single sign for them. They only sub the ones that they think are important, which is kind of annoying because if you don't read Japanese, you want to be able to have everything translated so you can read it properly. Mm-hmm, exactly. But yeah, number one reason a lot of people use sites like Kiss Anime, GoGo Anime, Nine Anime, or Torrenting, which Torrenting has severely declined in the last few months since the biggest Torrenting client was taken down. They're convenient. They have sometimes better quality than the things you pay for. Convenience plus quality equals higher intrigue. Mm-hmm. They do have a few downsides. Typically, their websites aren't as safe. They do have ads that sometimes can be intrusive or cause you to have to pull out your malware bytes or some stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there is the security issue that goes with it. But if you're perfectly okay with trying to avoid the security issues that go with it and the fact that it technically isn't legal, you're getting more than what you would if you paid for the services, which this is why I want to go to the next question. What is anime streaming missing in the legal service? Definitely, I think the number one reason is accessibility. For example, Hulu, Netflix, shows on there are sometimes exclusive to certain countries. But if if you want to watch that show from those legal services, even if you want to support the industry, you can't because you don't have access to it. So that's one thing. Yeah, actually, uh, for anime specifically, one or two of the illegal streaming services has more, like a higher, like, click rate on their website than the legal services do because more people go there because they prefer it and it's something because i'm also a strong advocator for legal services for gaming and anime why people pirate video games and anime alike is if you're giving them a if you're giving a worse deal for what they pay for than what they could get for free why would they pay for it Mm -hmm, exactly and i don't know about youtube but i've paid for every one of these services except amazon strike I've paid for, I'm paying for Crunchyroll right now. I have a Netflix. I've had Hulu. I've had Funimation's Premium before, and I have Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. So I've supported all of these before. And I still think, for the most part, a lot of the illegal streaming services give you a better deal, which is not okay. We don't want that. We want to support the industry. We want you guys to give. We need more things like Crunchyroll who are good. But could it even be better if they paid attention to what the fan subbers are doing? When illegal sites offer you a more accessible, simpler, all-in-one package of a site for free, why would you want to go to, you know, five different sites, pay individual prices, and potentially still be limited in terms of quality? And for me, it's kind of sad. All the illegal streaming services, their video players are all better, for the most part, than the legal services are. Now, Hulu and Netflix are pretty good video players because they're top of the line. Funimation's video player on their swipes website is garbage. Amazon's video player is kind of meh. Crunchyroll's video player, if your computer doesn't like you, it's garbage. They all require, really, an app on your computer, on, like, your PS4 or Xbox One or something nicer to be able to watch fully or, like, a nicer updated computer. A lot of the illegal services use more basic but streamlined, like, flat. Like, they don't use flash players on purpose. They use things that, like HTML ones that load faster because they know what is going to take you less time to have to wait to watch what you're going to want to watch. Exactly. I uh, also knew someone who supports the industry through legal means and does not use illegal streaming sites, but he refuses to use 
Amazon and Hulu and I think even Netflix to a point because the interface for anime on those stream services is very bad and it's hard to navigate and find the exact shows you want unlike which is why he only owns Crunchyroll. I feel like if more attention was given towards these sites to make it more streamlined, make it look nicer, have like a list, a library, and a search bar even, more people would go towards these sites. Because there's something, um, and Netflix and Hulu and Amazon are all, they throw things into genres. Only genres. General genres for everything. There's no, like on Crunchyroll, you know how I counted how many shows for all of these? Like 900 for Crunchyroll, 90 for Netflix, 400 for Hulu, 450 for Funimation, and 150 for Amazon. I manually went to their websites, and it was really difficult to count for Hulu, Netflix, and Amazon. Crunchyroll, I literally just went, oh, every anime that begins with the letter A. They have it organized alphabetically for you, and if you type in their search bar, if you type in the letter A, everything with the letter A comes up that's anime-based. For these websites that aren't just anime-based, have a hashtag anime or an anime thing. Like, I know Netflix kind of has one now, but you have to go specifically to the anime page. And then there's no way to sort it from there. You just kind of have to scroll the whole page and hopefully find something you like. And you have to type in the actual name itself. And if you type in the Japanese name versus the Romanized name, you might not get the one you want. Especially with things like Hulu and Netflix, because there's no consistency if they're using the English or Japanese name for it. They'll use the English name for, like, Attack on Titan, but they won't use it for something like Kimi Tadoke, which Nuvo uses, like, Nuvo, you call it from me to you, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, 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 I don't like to call it by a Japanese name just because my, my tongue ain't went all good. And you, you stick with English, so, but if they didn't have, if they only have the Japanese name on there, then you would be screwed finding what you're looking for. Oh, yes, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? This is not the series I, I want to watch, so, <laughs> yeah, de- I definitely can relate to that, 100%. Yeah, and I don't know, I just think it's it's important to really, you should be thinking about your customer base constantly. They shouldn't be thinking, am I getting ripped off by paying $170, which the answer to that is generally yes. Hell yeah, like 170 come on, man. And then... I wouldn't even have no problem. Okay, if it's like $170, and then you actually have exclusive rights to the point to... Well, that's another thing about these streaming services. I think they all kind of fail in some aspects because they want to be exclusive. And that's really hurtful for us anime fans. I don't think... Because you you really trying to make us choose a specific service because you exclusively licensed like certain series i don't think it should be that i think it should be like a variety of series you know what i'm saying and stop all this exclusive shit unless it's like original now if it's original then i have no problem with it but if it's like a series where you can easily make a deal so all anime goers can see it then fucking do it stop all this exclusive stuff because you're hurting like us the viewer you know what i'm saying i know it's like company you want to make money on this stuff i understand that but at the end of the day you want people to subscribe to you. So if you have a more variety of stuff on your platform, I think, you know, legal goers, I think it go a long way. Because like you said, the thing about illegal sites, they have variety. So that's why a whole lot of people be like, I'm not about to pay for nothing when they don't have the variety of series that I'm interested in. Like you go to like Crunchyroll, it have a large library, yes, but it don't have everything. So, and then like you said, if you have like a bad laptop or like computer or something like that, you're fucked. And you go to a legal site, you don't have all that problem like, you know, browsing or even loading up the web player. So I think like the legal uh, sites just really need to step their game up. Stop all this exclusive, exclusive writings and all that stuff. Add like more content, a variety, and make it like really worthwhile subscribing to your 
streaming site. Because we want to support the industry. We love the medium. We we strive for this. You know what I'm saying? But the legal sites, just, they make it so easy. They make it so, they make it so easy for you to be like, why pay for it when we got everything over here for free? Yeah, there's actually a lot of shows on illegal sites that, you know, a lot of the legal streaming sites don't even have. Right. This include older shows, OVAs right. especially. Yes. And OVAs are very important. Like, I don't know a mm-hmm. single service that has every OVA. And some OVAs are pretty important to certain series. Exactly. Yes, OVAs, movies. I know, like, plenty, you know, legal sites that don't have the movies or OVAs, the little specials that add on to the story. And, you know, that, and that's crazy. And I'm paying for that? And I don't get the OVA to my the series I, I'm, like, investing in? Come on, man. That's just, that's crazy. Movies drive me nuts because they're some of the easiest things to access the sub once they become, like, worldwide distributed. Mm-hmm. Why do none of these services give a large variety of movies? Crunchyroll has a few of Makoto Shinkai's films. Uh-huh. Netflix has right now some of the Madoka and Berserk films, but that's almost it out of the films that you can get through these. If you want to watch like a movie, you have to go through like Voodoo or something like that to right. be able to watch a film. And that's, I just think that's ridiculous. It's like, come on. If anything, like I keep on saying, I don't like to keep on saying the same thing, but these legal sites <laughs> just really need to step up in the game. I mean, make it worthwhile for us to support the medium. Make us want to support the medium. You know what I'm saying? Come on. They don't have enough content that's worth taking out your little coin, you know, for it. It's, it's ridiculous you, you hear that if guru ain't pleased no one fucking pleased <laughs> you know it's it's like it's like we I, we so passionate about this they want us like subscribe support the medium okay i will fucking support the medium if you have a variety of shit for me to support you, you know i'm not about to throw it i love the medium don't get me wrong i want to support it legally but I can't because this illegal site got everything I I have over here. And I don't have to go in my pocket for it. <laughs> so, what the fuck? Like, it's like the equivalent of, like, if you went to a restaurant and paid, like, $8 for a shitty, greasy, but, like, not even flavorable hamburger. And then you go to your friend's house and they're like, hey, you got this burger for free. And it's just fucking mouthwatering and just kind right. of makes you ooze. If you're not getting the value you're paying for, then you lose the point of having those exclusive rights in the first place. Exactly. I think it's not even the price. The price is very important, but I think a lot of us are willing to pay a chunk of money if we have the same high quality that these illegal streaming sites provide. I'm pretty sure a lot of us would be willing to pay. Oh yeah, I totally would. That's why I pay for Crunchyroll. They give at least me enough of a service that makes me go, I want to support you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if you see, like, difference-wise for the numbers I've put, they have twice the amount of shows that everybody else does, and also probably the best quality compared to the other ones, and consistency, like you said very early on in the podcast today. That's what I want. I want, I want, and I want it to get better than that, too. Like, if I'm going to pay a bunch of money for something, I want to make sure I'm getting what's worth the money I'm putting into it. Right, right. That's how investments work. I invest, and you give me what I invested in. Yeah, yeah. And I know that, you know, a lot of people say that all the money that you go to Crunchyroll, it doesn't all go to anime industry. And I know you can support the industry by buying their Blu-rays and all that stuff. But I don't think we're going to touch on that topic right now in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Just that FYI. Well, and anybody who argues that anyway is being dumb because places like Crunchyroll and Funimation, the shows, they basically help advertise for it. 
which helps people want to buy it, which helps make the money go through in the first place. No one is going to legalize anime and make it on DVD and Blu-ray if people don't watch it on Crunchyroll in the first place because they're like, oh, and starts drumming up a conversation and spreading the word. They're the first step of producing interest in the product. If there's if they can see how many people are watching the show, that lets people over here like Sentai and Funimation know, okay, people want that one. We'll make a Blu-ray release. Mm-hmm. It's very important to cover that, but yeah, we'll cover. <laughs> That's another thing too. Sporting industry through buying official physical merchandise, but like, yes, not all the money goes to it because how else are they going to pay for the site themselves and their servers and the people who are subbing and all of that? Mm-hmm. But it indirectly causes the anime industry to spike. Ever since Crunchyroll spiked, the anime industry has spiked. So you cannot say that they're not directly connected in some way. Yeah, I know some people say, you know, oh, you're not really supporting the artists of the anime, the people who, you know, work overtime and get paid for crappy hours. That's a different topic. I understand your concern for them, but that's being a little too nitpicky as of now. Mm, Yeah, right, right. Well, yeah, and, like, most of the money they make anyway is from Japanese sales, not the international sales. International sales just helps keep the company in business who made stuff in the first place. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, most people don't understand half of the business that they bitch about anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, is there anything else we want to talk about in regards to the streaming sites, legal or illegal, before we move on to the tail end of the cast today? Overall, I think the general acceptance is legal streaming sites improve your quality so that it matches or surpasses the legal sites, then more of us will actually support you. But if you are continuously bested in quality by illegal sites, which is free, and it's all nicely packaged in one site, then of course more people are going to go for these illegal sites, but gotta first improve the quality of your sites first before you can try to oust the illegal sites. Improve your own before you can fix the other sites. Yeah, you can't corner the market unless your market's nice enough to do so in the first place. Exactly. Amazon, we're looking at you. All right, guys, out of those five services, which are the legal ones? Which one's the best again to you individually? Crunchyroll, Netflix, Hulu, Funimation, or Amazon? Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll for me as well. <laughs> uh, we only picking like one. Well, just because it's anime based, let's go with Crunchyroll. And they, we still agree, aren't meeting what they could be. So mm-hmm. Crunchyroll. We love you, and we ask you to get pay attention to your competitors who aren't doing it legally and see what you can do to make your service better than what they're taking from you. Also, get more exclusive licenses, especially take them away from Amazon and Netflix. Yeah, it sucked because Crunchyroll had the most shows like a year ago at one point, like by a long shot, but then I guess Netflix and Amazon can pay more money to buy those licenses quicker. Yeah. All right, now on to the new stuff. Um, Honestly... Not much in the anime news, but you know something Kitsu news that we never talked about, and I didn't really get anybody's feedback on. What do you guys think about reactions? Because reactions have been part of the site for at least two podcast episodes now. Uh, I thought it was going to be a little bit better. I think I talked about talked to the creator about it when it came out. I thought it was going to be a little bit different than what we got. You know, I was I was just a little bit disappointed. What about you, then? I was I was a little bit disappointed how it was like formatted just a little bit. I think the concept of reactions is nice. How you can just put a really short, witty comment about the show mm-hmm. and it appears on the show's page when you click on it. Uh huh. But at the same time, I feel that it's also nice to have reviews as well because it lets people voice their own opinion about the show and mm-hmm. rate, give it their own rating. I don't want to take that away from them. I, I am completely supportive of freedom of speech, but I understand where these reactions are going. But 
I think there could be a little bit more added into the whole reactions concept. Right, yeah. It was just like the concept itself, I just thought it was going to be different than what we got. I mean, you know, any installment to the den I love, it, don't get me wrong, I'm a, I'm a fox lord, but when I got it, I was like, ah, this is not what I thought it was going to be. What about you, Cab? How, how did you feel about it? Uh, I mean, like, I, I like the idea. Right. Like Diana said, witty, snappy, to the point mm-hmm. blurb about the show. And it, it actually was very similar to something that we had on Hummingbird, which was that had most upvoted quotes were the top mm-hmm. thing on the page. But now instead it's reactions. I wish we had the reactions on the front page like that, which were fine, but also a sub. You know how we have all those tabs on pages, like all the different like discussions and characters and stuff? I wish there was a review one. And I wish they had the review system where it was basically reviews that have the most upvotes would be the ones that pop up the first. So then you could have people also vote actively on which reviews they think are the best. So then people could try to find the reviews that clearly are putting the most effort and time and intrigue mm-hmm. into why someone would love that show. Like Dino's reviews were always really were really good. Put a lot mm-hmm. of effort and a lot of time into this, the few reviews he wrote. So his would be the type that I would upvote. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, of course. And it's just one of those things where it's kind of like when they brought groups back, like a lot of intrigue at first, but then slowly there's just not much uh, reason to support it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I love the groups. Certain groups just work because they serve a purpose, but the other group is just like, ah, they just dead. And it make the whole collective. It's like, ah, why we got groups again? I don't like to feel that way, but that's just how it is at this point. Yeah, and I think Josh mentioned he was going to work on groups, or at least we reminded him of groups <laughs> since the last right, time. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and another thing about reactions is that when we go to our library in Kitsu, we have a way to leave a comment on a show. And I feel that reactions are exactly the same as those comments. And they are both public, except reactions are just shown on the anime page. That's really the only difference. I would, I would absolutely agree. But you also have a word limit. Yeah, I would absolutely agree. It's 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 just a it's just a forced comment basically because like it, your page is also like you like you have this many reactions you haven't done. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's like low key reviews. I don't like that shit. It's like okay, you made the point of you didn't want reviews and you pretty much you can look into it why you know reviews not in there and and I understood it. But then we give reactions and I'm like okay fuck this is just like almost me writing a review or my insight onto a series which is fine. But I don't think reactions should be that way. You feel what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, it should be formatted in a different way. If you, you know what I'm saying? Reactions should be like instant fast food like McDonald's. Yeah, I totally get you. I also feel like the format of reactions should be, like you said, quick. Yes. And I'm sort of in favor of kind of how Facebook does their reactions. How you just, it's like, oh, a quick upvote, a quick right. you know, happy face. About right. it. It's very quick, simple, and it displays Right. Kind of shows what you want to say about the show. Right. But I feel for reactions right now on Kitsu, you can write anything on there. Like, you can yeah. say, oh, my sandwich today was really good. Yeah. It was. It's... And if it gets upvoted, it'll it'll show up on the page. Right. So. It's like, it's all undefeated person. Like, reaction's supposed to be your, it's supposed to be, sp- <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> that one, no, it's, that's because, like, right now in Revolutionary Girl, Utena, mine, and Rinhobu in the Darkness, I have the highest upvoted on both of them, and I just said that the shows were awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you see something like that? It's like, one, it should be, like, somebody monitoring the, this shit, because we could put anything, you'd be like, you know, dog shit, eat this, you know what I'm saying? This is, like, wild <laughs> stuff. <laughs> you could put, like, wild stuff up there and get upvoted. It shouldn't be like that. But, like, you know, reactions should literally be, like, 
like spontaneous. Like you see an episode or you see a series, what you feel in that moment. It should be like something that you can, you know what I'm saying? I, I just don't really like it, like how it's formatted. That's that's just all. I mean, I love the idea. I love the idea, but I think it should just be rebranded just a little bit, just a little bit. It should be fast food, fast food. Do you guys uh, notice how Facebook uh, copied Kit2 and has round pictures for everything now? Oh, I, I, you you beat that too. <laughs> <laughs> I just I was I was cracked up by that because I was like because when I first uh, Kitsu had the round picture I was, I was like what those are so stupid now Facebook has them and I'm like I guess that's just that's that's the way yeah we we was ahead of our curve man <laughs> round is trendy now yes you know ah but I like squares I'm a square maybe a square man <laughs> oh man. I'm a four-sided, evenly angled son of a gun. I understand. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> that was really uh, all that was worth mentioning. Uh, there was not other than that. Kenshin's manga is back, and the first chapter aired, and I, as a Kenshin fan, loved mm-hmm. it, so I'm going to call that out. <laughs> nice. All right, so uh, we are on to the recommendations of Zui. So, Dinah, it's your turn. What show do everybody who's listening need to watch? Uh, I'll recommend a show that's airing this season, and I feel it's a very underrated show, and I've constantly mentioned it to both of you, but it is Princess Principal. I would like everyone to check this show out. It's a show about basically steampunk spies. That's the very general description of it. It displays these spies in a very sort of realistic spotlight, and... You may look at the show and be immediately deterred by the Moe art style, but you shouldn't be because if you take out the Moe art style, the show is still very solid. Overall, I can say a, a very mature display of how spies kind of work. So yeah, Princess Principle. Hmm. All right, everybody. A well-told, well-paced, very recent spy show, Princess Principle. Tell us what you think in the comments if you go, if you have seen it or are about to watch it. We want to hear what you have to say about it. And for these of the week, I really should prepare these before I get on the podcast. So I don't have to use the whole podcast trying to think of a user. Uh, this week, I am going to recommend Malice. Uh, Malice is one of the most well-known users on the site. So if you're listening, you probably know her. Uh, she's a super huge fan of things like Boku no Hero Academia and Natsume's Book of Friends. She is just a total fangirl. If you love food and cooking, if you're a foodie, she's a great person to share stuff with. If you like yaoi and gay shipping, she's the girl for you. (laughs) She is a ball of energetic fangirl energy. I highly recommend you go seek her out if you think she sounds like someone you'd like to get to know and talk to. If you like Todoroki, go talk to her. (laughs) Yeah, she, she will fan out really hard. And if, you know... If you like Spicy Wolf, she is basically like Holo the Wise Wolf, <laughs> modern form. So it's Malice, or you know, you can also call her Malice. I don't know. I don't. You call her Malice. I call her kind of Malice because of Iz. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I actually did find out that because I pronounced it Malice in my three-year video that she said that's how you say it. Uh, okay, good. To mm-hmm. know. Um, but unless I'm wrong and she, she corrected me otherwise, but she can correct me if she listens to this. Um. Yeah, M-A-L-I-C, but she'll be linked in below like the user is every week. But that is all we have to say today uh, about streaming anime. I hope we made several of you go, Man, Kanjiro, bleh, or <laughs> as you know, everybody likes to do. Um, but honestly, thank you for listening. It was a pleasure to talk about this with all of you. We'll try to be back with regular content as soon as we can. Until next time, 
wherever you are, I hope you're having a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening while listening to this. My name is Dokes. I'm Dinah. Thank you all for tuning in. We will catch you all next time. Bye-bye, guys.